forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wished for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love. Okay, Is this Harry, it? I'm Are so we doing sorry. It? I'm so sorry we held you. Wait, but let's do a head. No, let's it's fine. Head. I actually now feel like I have a very unique and empathetic position because yes. I have been in the room listening to the segment. Okay. Like you, so now I'm I'm talent now, but I know the experience <laughs> of being a listener. And Kat and Pat, you cannot, you don't feel that. You don't know. You've only know, been talent this whole time. Nah, We're always talent. Ta- always so talent. I, sort of, never I get what the listener <laughs> has, is going through and has gone through. Totally. Always, always the bride. I'm going to ask you. Did you have to do a hey? I know. Did you like my voice memo the other day? I sent you a voicemail. You didn't answer my call. And I, I, said, I think that the I thing where always a bridesmaid, never a you answering my phone call. I love it. Laughing. And I okay, love so, voice but the thing is, I've been calling. See, you're creating the narrative where I'm not answering your calls, but but no, we, I knew, I knew. Right, yeah, yeah. Continue. Hey, it's Kat and Pat, and welcome to Seek Treatment, a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. Wow, is for the way you look. Yeah. And me. Wow. Okay. And with that, Josh Sharp saying. Wow. Welcome, so Josh Sharp, to, to the podcast. Finally, for the finally. First time. Finally. How are you? How I'm are um, you? I'm okay. I haven't been sleeping well, so I feel no. sad. Oh my God. Look at me. Huh. There's something in the moon. There's something in the moon. Because I haven't been sleeping well, and my friend Katie hasn't been sleeping well, and my friend uh, Caroline hasn't been sleeping well. Fuck that moon. I've been sleeping well. Have you been having weird dreams? Um, not as much, or not that I recall. What's your sleep like? And what's your pre-bed ritual? Um, so one thing that has altered my pre-bed ritual is that I moved into a new space. Oh, and I so now I'm very it. adamant uh, about no phone in the bed at night. I uh, plug it in in the other room and I haven't once oh, used fuck, it in the bed at night. Oh, that's why moving is good. Because you try really new things. Because I can create new systems because I have a whole space to myself. When I used to have one little bedroom, fuck. you know, there's just not enough space. Now I can literally say the phone goes in the other room. Go off. Yeah. Okay. You know? But what about, how do you wake up? How do you, the alarm, but it's just like, it's yeah. in the adjoining room so I can still hear it. And yes. that also helps because that means I get up to go I'm turn just it like, off. I'm mortified because I, that's what I, I, I should try and do that. And instead, I've gotten the extra long charging cord so I can just lay even more with my phone. Yeah. Even, even closer to her. That between. used to be my life and it's not anymore. To me, the most helpful thing with sleep, the most helpful thing with sleep yeah. is... um. Just going trying to go to bed at the same time every night. Yeah, I don't have oh, that. Oh, good luck. Which I should, but no, yeah. I I mu- a- hey, can I just say, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> must be nice. privilege speaking. Yeah. I mean, I've destroyed my whole life to that end, but it is, I do sleep well. I stayed up till 5 a.m. making pasta on <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> cool. Whoa. What kind of pasta? Bow tie. Italian homemade. If you're going to be making yeah. pasta in the morning, it has to in be bow tie. Yeah. It has to be bow tie. The funny thing is. It's a great morning pasta. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, yes. What's the funny, the funny thing? thing is when you told me that, I thought you meant just you pour it like barilla into a pot. I didn't make like the actual noodles. Oh, yeah. But I made the sauce. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I Can I just say you're both food innovators? I know. Hearing this from you, hearing your story of Chains. tiny halves of sandwiches. Oh, thank you. You know, you're both innovators. 
Which, so, by the way, that is just taking bites of food, I think. I know, but it's definitely different. I don't know. It seems like I'm it's using just my hands. eating. No, okay, it's sure. Not it's caveman bites. Because it's multiple. <laughs> it's half and then... Wait. Yeah. I'm oh sorry. God. I paused really We're quick. producing Megan's now. getting me a, a coffee because I'm dying. Uh, can I get a black coffee too, Megan? Yeah. If we're over. Uh, it'll make... I've had two, so He's no He's had more you. than enough. I've had thank more than enough. Thank you so much. It's a hot black cough. Oh, no, Josh. Love you to death. Now, Josh. This is crazy because we have to keep our eye on the laptop in case it stops. <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to. Yeah. I've, been, uh, I've been a listener. I've been a talent. Now I'm a producer. <laughs> I really have so much empathy. How are you right now? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm okay, I would say. I feel a little more anxious than normal, and I chalk it up to… The moon. The moon. I actually don't necessarily, but I believe that it is the moon. But that's not what I'm ascribing it to. Mm-hmm. But when people tell me things like that, I'm like, yes, sure. Yeah. When people are like, you know, Mer- Mercury's in ultra grade. I'm like, sure, if you say so. Yeah. I'm not anti. I'm just so neutral you don't about follow. that stuff. You don't follow. I don't follow, you but believe- I but I am receptive. You see in astrology like me in sports. Like I do know they exist, but mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to them. That's sort of how I feel. And if someone says like, you know, oh yeah, no, the Jets won yesterday. You're like, sure. Okay. Yeah. You would know. Totally. Why so if someone's they? like, the moon has made you sad. I'm like, okay, good to know. Totally. Why do you think you're anxious right now? Um, I think it's, I think one, not sleeping enough and two one of those just like everything happened at once sort of moments no. so is, is it anxiety about a specific thing or is it that generalized sort of fear of living some I think Which more I the love. generalized I love that more kind. the generalized more of the like where is this coming from anxiety totally mm-hmm. you know how That's the scariest kind. when you say not enough sleep how many hours are we talking here we have to know your numbers mm, I would say lately it's been like five or six not enough not even close I need twelve I need with 12. exceptions, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And some of it's my you fault. You can't but catch okay. up. You can't catch up. Do you know that? Can't catch up. There's two moments on my favorite TV show, Hit Show Girls, that I'll never forget. There are two lines that are my oh, favorite. Oh, my favorite too. My favorite too. One is. This weird mythology around you, like you that you need 11 hours of sleep. Yes, yeah. yes. That she needs. What's the quote? Do you remember? Marnie is like, you're not lame, Hannah. That's like just some weird mythology you've made up about yourself. Like the fact that you need 11 hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Do you identify with that as needing yes, 11 hours that, of sleep? Yes, absolutely. I don't find that I need a lot of sleep. Oh, period. I need 11. I need like, I need 845. It's like, if I'm being realistic, I need 845 to feel like I'm not forgetting everything. I'm not like, I'm able to have conversations. 845 uh-huh. hours. Now <laughs> you're really I really okay. go through waves because I don't get sleep and it sort of feels good. I'm like buzzing. It feels like a cheap high. And, mm. then, I, and then I crash. Totally. I and I'm not that. quite at crash yet, but I feel the crash coming. Yeah. That's Ooh, where I'm at. Mommy, and the other line that I always think about is I when feel she goes, coming. Coming. <laughs> I feel it coming. That's goes, really good. Thanks. I saw the weekend live. Thank you. I saw the weekend live. Wow. Did you? Where? Why? Not outside lands because I was performing there. Shocking. Oh, sure. And that's also why I saw it. Jen I'm going to Cluster. I wish you were coming to Cluster. I wish I was going to Cluster. Are you going to Cluster? No, I wish I were going to Cluster. We wish we were going to Cluster. But that's not how the universe works. Yeah, well, it's manifest. Unless you buy a ticket. You have to start manifesting. If, <laughs> yeah, do you want to buy a ticket? <laughs> to buy a ticket if you want to go to Cluster Rest, you, actually actually, you have to start manifesting in September. Wanna... I'm going to buy a day pass and just tell everybody, like, if you're looking for spots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you have a spot, open up. Yeah, I would love to do a drop-in set. Um, the other quotes, which people, she says, uh, people remember me fatter. I always feel that way. Oh. Everyone's like, you look so great. I'm like, you just remember me fatter. Oh, like, I actually, that, I actually, that feels like so a, some funny. positive effect that every time people see you, they're yeah, like, it you is. look thin. It, it is okay. Except for maybe they're also sitting alone like, I don't want to text that fat girl. Oh, maybe that's the problem too. Nothing's wrong with being <laughs> fat. No, nothing wrong at all. I'm, I'm saying those people are assholes to say that. Wow. wow. I'm not on their side. I'm on yours. Oh my God. I'm on yours. <laughs> I'm on your drama. side. I'm um, on your side. Okay. Now we're back in. We've just cut so, stuff. Meg, if you're listening in, in the future. Do we need to clock the time for her so that she knows? She'll know. Okay. Okay. She'll know. Because she actually has to listen to the whole thing. But leave Where us. have you been? What are you up to? What's going on? Um, I have been... Um, where have I been? I had to do like a dumb whirlwind LA trip that I didn't expect. Oh, and then I've okay. like, just been like... Yeah, that's good, things. though. 
What if that's like good, in though. and out? 24, 28 hours maybe. Yeah. Wait, what is that about? I don't want to do that. Just had to go for like one meeting. And then it was sort of fun because normally I feel like I turn it into another thing. And yeah. this came up so last minute. I had one express purpose. And so it was fun to be like, I'm just going to do this one thing and I'm not. Yeah. I don't have to see anybody. I don't yeah. have to do anything. You don't have to go to that space that we went to. What's that space? What do you, you fly? Who do you fly? Whatever's cheap, babe. Yeah, me too. Whatever's okay. cheap. I mean, I love I I like a Delta. What's that space you went to in LA that you were like, this is the tiers of gay bars in LA? Akbar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Craig Johnson, the writer-director, espouses something that I have now made my own but credit him, which is that New York has a better gay scene. True. Mm-hmm. But LA has the singular best gay bar, Akbar. I was like, this is fine. No, it's like, it was that. like bead doors everywhere you look. I think it's fun because it's multi-purpose, which is what I like from a gay bar, which mean, meaning that like it is very like gay cheers, like you're going to see someone and, you know, and I, it's very kitschy and fun. Yeah. But then there's a room on the other side where they do shows and on the weekend you can oh. go there and dance. And like on have the best jukebox. There's like lots of different moods depending on what night you're there and what you're looking for. Yeah, I didn't see that side of it. To me, it felt like one of those bars is like a straight bar, but there's gay people in it. You know what I mean? But I was, I like I was on that side. I was on that I like side. That. I see what you're saying. But I kind of I do like that actually. Like the like the ones- I do like that because I'm internalized homophobic. And remember that about me. I'm yeah, exactly. Tombstone, but not my tombstone. And to me, your yeah, they're gonna crazy. bury you with a backwards <laughs> baseball cap yes. on. Yes. Um, I would say the right side of it is um feels very Julius, and the left side can feel. You know, sort of like Metro. Do you want to? Do you want to know something? Me too. What's it's your the favorite? Best. What's your favorite gay bar? I think you? never been to Julia's. Have to that is psycho. Do you know the story of it? Even yeah, it's New York's longest running gay bar, and in classic gay people, it wasn't a gay bar. They were just like, yeah, but it is, honey. And they're yeah, like, no, yeah. it's not. And they're like, yeah, no, but it is. And so then they did the sip in there, which predates Stonewall, where back in the days that they could arrest gay people for congregating under the idea that you were like, I think it was unruly was the legal term. It was just like by being, it's how they made gay bars illegal is that they would say you were being unruly if it was just like men dancing on each other. So they had this thing where they were going to change the law. So they went into Julius and they're like, we're here, we're gay and we intend to be ruly. Like we defy you to arrest us. Oh, wow. And then they did and it led to the laws being changed. And then so Julius was like, okay, fine, we're a gay bar. And then they're like, we'll call it the set. Yep. Um, uh, the Matachine Society. Fine. My favorite gay bar, I can't, this is so psycho of me, but I kind of like famous psycho space, The Eagle. Because I used to go there when I was the high alone and just try to get fucked. It was fun. Yeah. And my most recent. Wait, I want to go back and Sam Taggart's been positing this for Jockstrap Night soon. Will I, you go? The last time I went there was. Under, Pat, will you go I don't, to Jockstrap Night? IDK. Okay, and this is we'll where just I say I that. IDK. <laughs> I. Will you go to Jockstrap Night? No, can you imagine? No, you would kill. Topless in a Jockstrap. <laughs> I'm horny for that. No, you're not. Yeah. I think Julius you would look, wait, you would look ama- and Barracuda are the kings. You would look amazing in a jockstrap. <laughs> you would look amazing in a jockstrap. You, you have, have the, a little hole out. Yeah, you have a perfect ass I don't even get what a jockstrap is. Like, where does it go? It's like, it just straps around. So it's like famously a sports device, but it's, it's like. It's got like sort of a pouch so for your cock the and then like straps so, so that your ass thong? is just out. Yeah. No, it doesn't have a strap up the middle. It usually straps on the side that connect to the waistband. So the whole butt is out. And how There's lots of different it... styles, but yeah. Okay, I could. I like that. Yeah. You think I'd look amazing? In that? Yeah, you sort of imagine. Because what do you think about my ass? Perfect, beautiful. No, I haven't, I haven't seen your ass as much. Do you want to see it? I saw. Sure. It, I saw it. Do you want to see mine? Yeah. People think I don't I've have a good yours. ass, well, but you, I have an, I have a decent ass. Just, oh yeah, actually, I put a picture of my displayed. ass recently, and you people just, were like, "Oh." Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm you not just, saying it's A plus, but I think people thought I had none. Totally. It's like, there's a little something there. It's just important to be um that's, that's, that's one of the hard things about um that's one of the hard things about fucking in front of mirrors is that like if you're getting it from behind, you really see if you're not arching your back and you're because oh. when you're watching oh, porn, you're, like they're you're paying arching. attention to your forehead. Guess and what? Yeah, and you want to be in the moment. Because your ass looks so much worse if you're not arching. I'm it's not like, arching my back, it's not, it's uncomfortable. I know, but you have sure. to, but you have to 
I'm so for a minute I'll be like. Oh, so you're anti watch seeing yourself in the mirror while you get. No, fun? I'm pro, but it because my bedroom now has a big mirror in it, and I notice that I now get to see. And no, I sort of think it's fun because I didn't have that before. I yeah. I love it, but it, it's like it's like watching yourself like on tape when you're playing sports. It's like oh yeah, like playing I should sports. get that. Speaking of, do you ever like to footage. film yourself while you're having sex? No, what are your positions no. on that? No, I think I did that once with a college boyfriend, like. And then the next morning, we, we, we were so drunk. And we woke up and we saw the videos and we're like, oh, God, delete that. Oh, delete no. That. To me, it's only fun in the sort of like the act of the kinky act of doing it in that moment where it's like, you should film me. It's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to film you. And then as soon as it's done, it's like, I'm going to delete all these. That's I like really... literally show them me going to my trash folder being like, delete forever. Just so you know, like, uh, yeah. no, we're not keeping this. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. doesn't turn me on at all. This is cosplay. My, um, cosplay. this one guy I was having lo- love with was, um, <laughs> having love with? He was huh. like, he was addicted to filming oh. and he would like try to show me after. I was like, I don't need to. Like, Which guy? Do I know him? No, he's uh, he was a rando. He's the guy who famously demanded that we fucking a sex swing one time. Oh, should I get famous for doing a sex? Tape? Because his bed wasn't made. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. Who should I do it with? Okay, okay. went off. Again. I, I think you. Yeah, so, go well, off. First of all, is, go off. Her name's like Eileen. Eileen, I, yes, I love that. Eileen. Um, you know what? Like, I do think. I think we're gonna be in the culture shift where like everybody's nudes are gonna be leaked soon, so it's gonna be less oh, of a I'd thing. I'd be happier for people to see my nudes. That's what I mean. Anything. So I think like I you could own like making a sex tape in a different way in the coming decade. I feel. Like Kim K in Paris. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I miss Paris. I think that Paris was ahead of her time, and now she's the ambassador to Ibiza. Yeah. Wait, what? She and Paris um, Hilton is the ambassador to Ibiza. Oh, Paris. And Lindsay Lohan is the ambassador to Mykonos. Oh, is she really? Every social media. No, but I mean, she's island. got a hotel there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's she? always there. Paris is literally the ambassador to me to Ibiza. That's incredible. I would Take never a pill in Ibiza. Take a pill in Ibiza. What, do you see them in outside lands when you're performing? <laughs> yes. My dad likes that song a lot, and so I think it's funny when we sing it together. Whenever we're in his car, he's like, Took a pill in and we sing it together. We go, Took a pill in Ibiza. Are you ever like, Dad, can, do you understand any of the nouns in that? Do you yeah. know Probably what pill? Is. Do you know where Ibiza is? Uh, well, I wouldn't even know what pill. Honey. Yes, I, I could harbor a guess. I could harbor a guess. Molly? That's what probably, I'm hoping. Probably, I would think it was probably Molly. Is that different from ecstasy? Uh, well, no, they're both ecstasy. different generations' ecstasy. names for the same thing, which is basically e- like e- Club e- MDMA. E- it's yeah. like, we. I hope it's MDMA. That's what either of those mean, basically. What's, they're often pu- what's pure M- MDMA? MDMA is what it's made of, the actual chemical substance. Mm-hmm. But like, oftentimes you're buying a thing that, and, and it's all branding, honey. It was just in the 90s, they were like ecstasy. And then now in the oh, 2000s, they're the like, they like Molly. And it's just... Who's Molly? Yeah, I'm, no it, clue. It, I remember in the 90s, with ecstasy, they would be like different. Like they look like little Lucky Charms. Yeah, I remember watching them on MTV. You, you, like, on MTV, yeah. yes. <laughs> it, it puts holes in your brain. I was like, okay. Ecstasy always seems way more intense than like Molly. Maybe that's why they rebranded it. Yeah, right. the industry. The, the booming and I wonder MDMA. what's next for it because Molly's been around for a while. Yeah, Skittles. It'll be called like Lulu. <laughs> Lulu. No, actually, I'm not gonna talk about this. Okay, why not? <laughs> I don't even know hey, what it is. So, I don't even know. I, I, I've lost control of my life. I like the hair kind of wrapped like that. How so? In what regards? Um, this podcast is just ultimately harmful to... I feel like I've lost control of my life a little bit. Go on. Just like too much going on. I'm like, I can't keep anything. I can't... Nothing's in my in my arms. You what, know? Is it work or life or love or... Oh. All, frankly, all. Yeah. Love, longing, loss, and life. But I think I'm coming out of it. It's just I felt in the last month or two where I was like, oh, things feel volatile. But, yeah. you know. Can you talk about your love life? Um, yes. What do you want to know? Uh, so well, tell them your status. Yeah, tell us Reveal so your status. What are your numbers? My status. My numbers are two, six, 19, mm-hmm. Powerball 40. <laughs> um, I have a, a gentleman caller of right. like five and some years now. now. I remember believe. when you guys started dating. Some might call it a boyfriend. What do you remember of that? I remember, do you, I remember we were walking to Corey 
in Alex and sure. Ken's apartment. Yes, in and our and famously off the Graham Avenue drag where I've resided for a decade, yeah. and you've been off and on there for I've many years. I've been in and out. I've been like, it's like Melrose Place. Right. Like, I'm Heather Locklear, the bitch is back. Right. And um, I remember you're like, I'm dating this guy. Wow. I was like, okay. Okay. And you're like, his name's Blake. Can oh I my God. That? And I was like, okay. Uh huh. And then I remember hearing you talking about him to like Mono at DCM. And I remember you being like, he's going to be around for more than one pump. I remember you said that. Oh, oh my God. God. you hate to hear yourself? Wait, wait, I'm curious. So, DC, when you, so I was we drunk. Cut that, yeah, we could cut that. No, you don't have to cut it. I probably did say it, but how I probably was drunk. How did you know he yeah. was going to be around? When did you meet and how did you know? We met on the Tinder.com. Okay. Um, and then. Because um, you are you are a Tinder and grinder queen. You're on there and you're getting drinks and then going back. With the very much, it's all you're not circumstantial. Fucking, but, but you're someone who I think will like not just meet fuck. You'll be like meet. You're you're you'll meet. Be like you let's grab friends. a drink and then we'll. I I maybe. really use them for lots of different things. Okay. I mean I mean sort of sex is usually involved, but also not exclusively. And the route to said sex can be different. And I'm also perfectly comfortable in specific circumstances, like meeting people off apps where we've. It's clear that we're not going to have sex, but it's still like, oh, whatever. You, yeah, you I'm not fun. comfortable doing that. Which I understand because I do think there's, I think it's a little crazy because yeah. it's like, I don't really think that's what that's for, but I think it can occur. Yeah. You've introduced me to someone who you're like, I met them on Grindr. They're my dear friend. I was like, okay. It's, and it's, it now happens read, a lot of different ways where either it's like, oh, you seem so fun, but it's clear I'm not attracted, but you seem so fun. Or like we have mutual friends and maybe I don't want to fuck, but I think you should be brought into the group. Yeah. Or like we go on a date and it's like, fuck once and it's like this is never gonna happen again I don't think but I actually would keep you around yeah and we're in a weird space too where it's like sometimes those kind of people are like oh and I'll come to a show sometime and you're like yeah of course and then they do and then they sort of meet people and then they're like not like in the friend group but like tangentially oh, there oh, friend of the wives friend of the wives <laughs> and like a person that you're comfortable sharing space with that yeah. you're not like oh god this is a grinder guy you can't hang out with these people totally that's how I am with them but wait I recently had, a, I went, I'd gone on a few Tinder dates with this guy and we were like really, we had mutual friends already and we were really vibing and then I didn't hear from him for a few weeks and then I got a text from him, which I thought was very thoughtful. It just said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like I started seeing someone exclusively, but I hope we can still be friends. And I was like, of course we can still be friends. Of That's course, so nice of, course. of you. Or of course we can time, say that. At the same yeah, time, like, will wow. I ever see this Cynical person again? No, but I, but I actually did really like him and I actually would be friends with him. So I, that's what I mean. I, I think like, even if it's not like maybe what you're after it can happen right i think it's just more of like if we see each other in our mutual friend settings we would like talk and like enjoy right. each other i think sometimes that's you messaging like hey we're not going to be this anymore but let's not be weird about it i know like like but i he think was hot so it's like do i it's gonna be hard right. not to kiss yeah right. it's point. impossible for you not to kiss everyone i love to love it i, know, I, love I feel stuff. the same way are you a kiss Especially queen summer um yeah i'm a, sure yeah have you ever oh done kiss cam God. at a baseball game <laughs> Because if not, you're not a kiss me. I don't know if I have. Have you ever done kiss cam at the Yankees game? You don't live in New York. (laughs) Can we go to a Yankees game and try to get on kiss cam? Maybe. That's in our car. You guys are being naughty. I know. Wait, so you've been dating for five years. Yeah, five and change. But you're famous. Have you always been open? No, but for a long time. We weren't open for the first, like, at least a year, maybe a year and a half. And then it sort of naturally came about. It It was something we had talked about before then. When when he played back the tape, I saw how he felt this way. But but uh, early in our relationship, I talked about like being open to the idea of it. And I think it took like a while to be like, "Are you trying to ask for something without asking?" And mm. I truly wasn't. I and all those conversations would be like, "If I want this, I'll say it." But I'm just like, we're talking about the idea of it. And then I think about a year or so in, he was open to being open. Well, I think I sort of wanted it. Some things like precipitated it, and I was like, "Oh, I think we should do this." And he was open to it. And then yeah. we, I probably like 
drove it a little more, but it, it came from lots of discussion before mm. that. It wasn't like out of nowhere when I was like, what if? What if? You know? Wait, did you have fun at the wedding on Friday? Me and Josh, I did have fun at the wedding on Josh Friday. It was fun to see a lot of like comedy people blast I didn't see the, as much. It was blast from the past. Central. Blast from the past. Central. Yes, but you, Kat, were in a non-monog for a well, moment. I was going to say, but, yeah. but a different type of non-monog. Yeah, the thing is that like I think I don't want my experience with my open relationship to like tarnish future possibilities of me enjoying one. Because I think in my specific case, what happened was once I opened it, I realized I just wanted to be single. Right. But I admire you have a good thing where you truly like being in your relationship and you still get to have fun sex. Yes. But I also think uh, not to put words on your own experience, but like I think what you're describing one, that's the bad rap open relationships mm-hmm. get is because a lot of times it is a thing some people are doing yeah. that like, you know, like leads to whatever. And so they're like, it's because it was of the openness. And it's like, it never is. No, of course Because not. it's always because something else is there. And so to a certain degree, it's like, well, then it's good that you figured it out and not that you just like stayed in that thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like ultimately, I think it can yeah. lead to like, it can, um, it can uh, facilitate a difficult transition if you need it to. Yes. And that's w- not the fault of the open, open aspect. It was very helpful. There's I was bad like, open relationships, just like there's bad monogamous relationships. Like none of it is about whether it's open or monogamous. It's just like, is this thing bad or good? And yeah. I'm not saying yours was bad either. I just think like sometimes people want to paint it with a brush and it's like, well, you never do that with a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Now I'm like, if I fall in love again, would I want to be open? I don't know. Because I think if I dated someone else, I would still want it. But I also don't know because everything feels so specific to yeah. the situation you're in. I think I would just because now like I travel so much I wouldn't want to feel I don't like feeling like tethered or like you only like trapped by but I don't know that's also well, never and I, trapped. I also think it like addresses <laughs> no, like no things I want and need that uh, it allows me to get them yeah not, yeah. And not just like sex. Like I do think I like the like dating the sort of like I like. I think yeah. it's. I think first Cat dates are mouse, fun. Catherine Zeta Jones, George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, what's that? What's America's that movie? Sweetheart? No. What's that movie? George, Catherine Zeta. It's like intolerable cruelty. Oh, that it's sounds very, good. Like, I want to see that. It's like Catherine. Should Zeta we Jones. pause and go watch that? Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I think it's playing down the street. Yeah. It's playing at Alamo. Topical. I love when you topical queen. Topical queen. But P, you are in a monog. I'm in a monog. And you yeah. don't want to be in a non-monog. Not right now. That's just the beginning for you guys, too. Well, yeah, it is the which, beginning. We, we had conversations in the beginning where it was like, I think he was open to being open, but he didn't necessarily mm-hmm. want it. And I was like, not open to being open. And now I don't want it. I don't think he wants it. But now I'm now I'm no longer like, I don't, I think I would, I, I think I will never want it, but I'm not sure that I will never want it anymore. Which I think is good to know. Because yeah. it's like, you might change and then God bless. But it's like also good to talk about that stuff generally. Because then if it ever comes up, it's not this huge thing. It's yeah. like, you've already sort of had the abstract conversation. And so then when it becomes concrete, it's like, yeah, but we know that we have a language. Totally. I, I know where you're coming from when you're asking for this thing. Yeah. I think when people ask for it, it can like, you can project a lot of like hurt onto it. When sometimes it's like, it's not about that. Right. I um, I I don't think I'm someone who needs like... A ton of like I'm definitely horny and I like sex, but I don't need. Whoa, that's <laughs> huge to hear you say. But I don't need um a ton of different. I'm not someone who needs like a ton of like. Uh, for me, it's like it's fine if it's the same person all the time. Usually, I think I need some new. new I think energy. it's that. Like yeah. I think I am do have a moderate to high libido, and so part of it's that. But it does feel sometimes more about like connection and energy and just like want and like. Ooh. I have an old gay doctor named Dr. Larry. Okay, congratulations. And um, well, I'm giving, I'm painting <laughs> an the, old gay doctor. Uh, I'm painting you the picture because, uh, I don't know, like some time ago, sometime in the last 12 months, I had, you know, some sort of 
uh, sexually transmitted illness. Okay. And I was well, a little you need like, to disclose that to us because it could affect our health. <laughs> I know, it's so and true. And Catherine's pregnant. It well, could affect right, the baby. Oh it could affect God. the baby. Well, right now I don't. Right now I don't. I hugged because you. Dr. Larry I me. hugged you. In sixth grade, sorry. I got fifth disease in my Spanish. Teacher had to oh, take a gross. leave of absence because she was pregnant. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> That's, that's a disgusting hope, disease I where you get the rash. Unpaid. I hope you cost her to have an unpaid leave. Is that the disgusting disease where you get the rash? Uh-huh. What the fuck is that? No one knows. I didn't get to take off school from it. I've had away. a rash for a month and a half called pityriasis rosea that originally Dr. Leia, Dr. Larry, Dr. Larry thought might be syphilis. So I had two days I thought I had Let's syphilis. So I don't, can you see it? It's actually finally going away. But do you see like those? Okay, Josh things? is showing us his really. snatched little you look torso. Great. Oh, yeah. You see these? And there were a I, lot more. The WebMD describes them as copper pennies. I've had jock itch for like 18 months and nothing will work. Oh, What's you should that? come to Jockstrap Night at the Eagle. Oh my God. What's jock itch? Like yeast? It's like, no, it's not yeast. I think it's like, it's is not it bread? yeast. It's is it a bread. carb? It's a is carb. It's not quite yeast. It's only three nut carbs. Um, No, I've been doing, it's just like itchy, but I've been doing Lotrimin for like 18 months and it like will get better. And then, but then I'll like run out of Lotrimin, then it'll come back and then I'll get better. It's like, I just need to be more diligent. Is it from too much fucking? No, it's. I think it's because if so, amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Kudos. Fucking does make it worse. Like yeah. if like my boyfriend goes away and I don't make love for, I don't have love have for love. a little bit. <laughs> then I um. I love when I have so much love. <laughs> then it will get a little better. I've noticed, but um. So, but that's not how it started because it predates the relation. But uh, and I wasn't having a lot of sex before the relation and. I think it's, it's not what I heard. running. Stop. I love when I, I don't have... know what you've heard. Wait, let me go back to this brief anecdote about Dr. Larry. Please, yeah, at some please. point, like in the fall when I had chlamydia or whatever, I was a little like, ugh, just like feeling stupid about it. And he was like, come on, don't worry. It, it, a pill and it goes away. It's a sign you're making friends. Oh, that's And I really so like that adage from Larry. It's a sign yeah. you're making friends. It's a sign you're making friends. And I was friends. like, that is what I'm after, I've, making friends. I've, I've I think, chlamydia. yeah, I think we should celebrate and be more op- upfront, oh. honest, and open about STDs and what everyone's had because then it's like, I've had chlamydia, I've had throat gonorrhea. I've had both of those. Are you on prep? I'm on prep. It took me a while to get on it because I was like, I didn't get the point for me because I only have condom sex. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, but really the reason why I have condom sex is ultimately to protect my partner. So I was like, well, then why not have a double layer of protection? And then I also realized what I like about prep is that it's like a commitment. Yeah. That like to get prep, you have to go every three months and get a full checkup yeah. and you ha- you like have a yeah. relationship Wait. with your doctor. I was like, I actually like that. It's like a, like saying I'm on prep is a sign of like, and I'm on top of this shit. So yeah. Like, someone I know this, I don't know if this is okay to say, but someone I know got really snatched from prep and they, they said that prep made them get really <laughs> cut and like it just made them have like washboard apps. Wait, what? No, yeah, who? I, I, I don't want to. Really snatched from prep. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, and then I was like, should I go on it? But I think then they got snatched from something else. Yeah. No, and I ascribed it to that. I think sometimes I think so too, but they're really adamant about it. That's funny. That's you guys. You, that's, that's funny. You should go on prep, Kat. I'm Get going to. I'm going to go on She doesn't need to. Uh, um, but you're not on. I'm no, I've never been on prep. On pee, and you, would you get on it just for fun? Just sort of to, to be part of the conversation, to be more integrated <laughs> with the community. <laughs> I, um, I have enough going on. I was going to go on. I had a meeting at Cal and Lord, and they, I just had to go into my doctor, and they I'm were so sorry that prep. you're poor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just wanted to say I'm sorry. If you ever need anything, Kat and I are here. We can, we, we can let you. I can let you. And one I can loan day, you some money. Can oh you loan god. him some money? For just for just to be able to afford Dr. Larry for one session. <laughs> and, I love um, Dr. Larry. Making friends. But I, w- I just had to go and get it, and then like I kept missing the appointment, and they were great. They kept rescheduling, even though I kept forgetting and not showing up I and not calling. My and then finally, after like <laughs> after like five times, they were like, they just cut me off. But but then I got in this relationship, and I was like, I don't really need it. But then I thought about going on it to get snatched. But then I was like, don't worry about that, Pat. And now I'm not on it. And now you're not on. But we don't use condoms. 
Whoa. And that's why that But he's came. on. Wow, do not. He went off. I haven't You're used both a condom. Off prep and yeah. not using condoms because it's Minog. It's Minog, yeah. Last it, time I didn't use a condom was literally 2015. Wow. It's do you fun. remember it well? You remember, you were picturing Obama. I remember it because I remember, I remember while <laughs> Obama's I was. Obama's speech was. <laughs> <laughs> while I was happening, I remember thinking, you shouldn't be doing this. You really shouldn't be doing this. But it was so hot. See, I don't mind. To me, like, I think I've like eroticized condoms enough where like they're hot to me. Like, and especially because I like generally bottom. It's like, it doesn't affect me a huge amount. Yeah, true. No, it, it really doesn't affect me very much. And sometimes it's like. It doesn't affect me when you get bottom. It's more like a mental a thing. Like, yeah. You know, it doesn't affect me <laughs> It doesn't affect But it, it, it can remind me of like 90s porn or something in a hot way. Yeah. I think it was more the mental thing of like, you are, you are really just like. I had one of those. This. First yeah. guy I had sex with in New York was someone I met on Craigslist who ended up being the son of a major Hollywood producer. And then we had bareback sex. And then I walked oh, away fuck. being like, what the fuck did I just do? And went to like a really, like an existential the hole. The anxiety is like not week. worth it. I've and had, now we're friends. I've had moments Brag. before. <laughs> I've had moments before where I was, um, had unprotected sex where mm-hmm. I was not monogamous and it was with like a random person. And I was like, this was really stupid. Yeah, it's the worst feeling. I've yeah. Too. One time there was this like tattooed Italian man in London who fucked me without a condom and I was like, here we go. <laughs> All great plays begin. Here, I know. I knew him for like, I knew, I knew him for 45 minutes. Again. Didn't um, speak English. I love that part of- okay, if I said, if I said, Frankly, neither do you. Everyone's looking at me like I've said too much honey. I speak la 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 Wait, what was I just going to say? Wait, maybe this is a good time to ask. Oh, right. What? Finally. Josh. Sharp. Yes. Who are you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Oh my God. I forgot. Is this a new segment? No. It's probably not even that new. It's the, it's the oldest one it's of the, the oldest, oldest one. one. I just, then I just forgot about it. Okay, you it, hate it, our it podcast. It kind of blends into a normal conversation right. and also you hate our podcast. And also, that's okay. And also we celebrate that and respect it more than if you didn't hate it. <laughs> now more Thank than you. ever. Thank you. Now more than ever. Um, okay, wait. So Where do young, I start? You're a young- <laughs> Who are you? You're a young boy growing up in North Carolina. That's true. I grew up in North Carolina- Little closeted, little closeted boy, very into church. Really? Uh huh. Church wow, queen. Wow, wow, Th- wow, thought wow. I would be a youth minister until probably 17, 18. You'd be a great youth minister. I though. would be an incredible youth minister, but some and woman would know, be so unhappy married to I, me. I remember going to youth group and the, our youth minister was a man named Joe Chivarelli. Always wore like, honestly, honestly had an amazing, <laughs> I felt ba- comfortable looking back saying he had an amazing body and he, not an amazing, he had a good body. And, um, he, you have to own those feelings. One, I love this. One youth group, he was like, okay, you guys, I have a really special surprise for you at the end of this. Really special. And we're like, oh, no. we're like putting boxes together for like a Thanksgiving like food drive. And then, um, and then like, he was like, finally, after like an hour, he was like, okay, this is a surprise. And he took us out because we were downstairs at the church. He took us to the top, the normal floor of the church. And we all stood, stood on top of pews and facing the altar. And he put on blasting in the church. Our God is an awesome God. And everyone pumped their fists. Wow. Like that, was that was a surprise. surprise. Yeah. Was you get to stand on top of the pews? It was very, oh, captain, my captain. And pump your fist to our God is an awesome God. That's so cool. Yeah. He is. He reigns. He reigns from heaven above with wings. Neither taking the melody anymore. Who needs a melody? Who needs a rhythm? So you youth pastor boy. Yeah, but I for reasons I now understand, because I was like doing a lot of like playing piano at like um 
like conferences and stuff. Congratulations. And like, but, but what it meant <laughs> was I got to hang out with all of the like um, seminary students who were mm. like in their mid 20s and like liberal and questioning it all. Mm. And it was just like me as a 17 year old mm. with them. And I just thought they were so like funny and smart and cool. And I felt very validated. So I think that made me like church. Oh, that's great. Was that I was always like the one weird high schooler like on the leadership staff with a bunch of like 24 year olds and were all those people in seminary were they all because they were christians or because they were just they were people who religion? wanted to be youth or wanted to be oh, ministers yes. for the most part sometimes people go to seminary to be like what's it all about yes yeah. i think most of them me, me. Really thought not. they were going to be ministers <laughs> or at least thought we're on that journey and then maybe said oh actually i want to be an educator or whatever but okay. but it felt like a self-selecting group where the people doing that at least in my denomination of the church were not the like fully brainwashed they were like very like questioning and young yeah. and, and yeah. Just, you know, and being See, like. Sometimes I'll go into like priest quarters and it'll be sure. like, um, and like it'll be, um, it's like, it's not, a, I wouldn't mind being a priest if not for like all the church parts of it. Like I literally like, they just like get free rent and they like, they're alone. Kind of like yeah. someone cooks for them. It's like meal planning, but, but yeah. now easy. you're horny and like sex. I know. So now I can't. But if you're, okay, I can't, now I will never be able to think about a priest without thinking about Fleabag season two ever again. Oh, I know. Did I you know. watch it? Yeah, so hot. I mean, it's the best thing I've ever seen. The, it's so it's, good. It's, Endlessly quotable. Every line is a beautiful poem. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is my icon now. I mean, Between that and Killing Even that she's writing damn James Bond. I'm like, which you are doing it. You're slang. She's amazing. And she's like not that much older than me. And I saw her do cool for me to know. Fleabag is the one, one person <laughs> Wait, show. Wait, I wanted to see it so bad. It was the best one in. person show I've ever seen. What was it like? I mean, it, so you know it was the show that like the became but Josh, the you've TV seen, show. You've seen my one person show. And you've so seen sorry. my one person show. Yeah, sorry. What I meant to say, it's in my top three. Present company excluded. Present. Uh, what an amazing phrase. Just amazing so you know, phrase. <laughs> just as a caveat, everything I say today, it's present company excluded. Even when I'm talking about Exclude you. Exclude me, baby. It's present company excluded, okay? Um, it was phenomenal. And so it was What's like, it like? It's the show that like became the TV show. So it's basically narrative wise, like the pilot, and then it jumps to the end. Wait, wait, wait. So it's okay. like everything that happens in the pilot, but then story-wise, you do get to learn like about her friend and the circumstances of that. You know, like it gets that part. <sighs> so good. So you see why you saw that. And we're like, oh my God, yes, it should be a thing. I remember. But, but it's very fun to watch her play all the characters that then became cast by other people. Like when she does that guy oh. from the first season with the big teeth, the one's like, oh, my God. You're like, oh. she keeps describing him as like mousy and she does it in a way yeah. we're like, oh my God. Exactly. I see how that became that guy they cast. Oh, that's so fun. But she's such a natural actress, too, that there's not she's a single a moment you've grown at. In every one-person show, you've grown at some point. It's present. And especially that. Excluded. Well, yeah, but you're doing different things. Yeah. Like, we are all doing I'm different doing things. I'm doing Fleabag, one-woman show. I'm doing Fleabag. I'm doing Fleabag, one-woman show. I'm doing it. But, I mean, we're all sort of doing stand-up or... <laughs> Or song or cabaret, and she's like doing a one woman play. Like yeah, I'm doing, doing character, and you know, and that's like grown. And she did it at the Edinburgh Fringe, where Henry and I will be all August long. Oh Get your tickets God. to see me I'm, at the Edinburgh Fringe. I've got Fringe. a ticket. I'm going to be wandering around. Are hey, you going to be there? If a spot opens up, can I hop on? <laughs> no, I'm going to cluster fest it. I'm just going to buy a month long <laughs> to ticket. Fest something. <laughs> we're having technical difficulties, but we're going to so, be yeah, going. I was just out of my ears. Oh, now it's too quiet. Oh my god, we're like yeah, literally ruining would Meg's Would it be easier today. if just Kat and I like, just talk quieter? Yeah, no, talk whatever. Um, As we know, because we can talk about this all day, whispering's actually worse for your voice. Yes. Josh and I have the same have the vocal same. health therapist. Because I had a polyp, had to have two um, surgeries to get it removed, and saw the same doctor and therapist, right? Salika? Saw, no, I saw Sudugi. Okay, and then we saw... Shout out to the amazing Christine voice therapist, Christine Estes. Estes. If you ever, if your voice ever, if you oh. fuck up your voice, Rundle you have to go to Christine. Cornell. I mean, well, well Cornell. Thank you. Well, okay, Cornell Medical Center. Uh, <laughs> no, it that is, costs money. Those do- I love them so much. There. I really did. It was like one of my most positive experiences in like 
medical care, I think, honestly. So you've had, you had the polyp, you had it I removed. Had the polyp, and it was it removed. And then that, that was when we were on Fire Island. That was when the, that yeah. was when I, that was when you I saw me when doing, I thought it was fixed. And then I went back the next week to find out it wasn't actually fixed. That's when I became really connected to you, <gasps> that trip. Yeah. Like I, we had the, I laughed so hard in the pool with you guys. I re, yeah, I feel that. So, Wig, when do you think we became really connected, Pat? Um, well, we met early on in my Probably UCB, in the UCB days. Do you want to know what memory I had? Tell me. Okay, so I we, love memories because I forget everything. Because no. we lived, I really do. We He's lived so in the present. Close to each other. Because we, Josh knew me before when I was closeted, and what I wouldn't give. What you wouldn't give. I know. And I remember we were up. walking home from the Beast, <laughs> getting to the L. <laughs> we ran into BSJ on our walk to the L. Staple, a staple, a of, staple of the staple community. of the New York City community. In LA now, but yeah. But still <laughs> it's a staple. Moved. So you can it's a lifelong place. honor. And then we got to the um, L and we bumped into Brian Foss. Uh-huh. And then, and then, I was closeted. I was closeted and you guys were like, take a picture, take a picture of gay UCB. And so I took the picture and Brian Foss was like, you should be on this side of the camera, coward. And that he, is He was just Foss. kidding, but I was like, ah. No. Foss bullied you um, out of the closet. And then... Oh, my God. Foss bullied me out of the closet. Amazing. Amazing. No, I knew Straight Pat. Yeah. What'd you think? I, lo- I loved... I, I loved Straight Pat. I loved Gay Pat. I've loved Pat since the beginning. And yeah, then he's we, the most lovable stop, person in America. Stop. I hate when the podcast becomes And famously... I but wait, love do you. Not you. Look, say look, look, no, look at me in the eyes. Look at me in the eyes. Famously... Wait, I said it look at me. Does Kat know I this? Yes, I said it on the podcast. I love you. I fucking love you. I really um, do love you, Pat, though. Yes. You know that. I love I you love as well. I love you. I've spoken. I really do, though. I love you, Megan Pulp. She can't. She can, she can accept that. Good. Thank um, you. Oh, that feels but good. But Pat and I go back. <laughs> that feels time. good. Say thank you to my love. Uh, okay, keep on. Keep on. Oh, I, we said on the podcast, Josh is the first boy I ever heard talk Famously about. first. So let's dive into that. Listeners are going to want to know about that. I don't remember a lot of it because it was so long ago. Sorry, and I was he remembers drunk, obviously I everything. So um, I always remember things. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I forget things of the long ago and we had been drinking. So I don't. We have been drinking. I just remember being at McManus. I was like coming out. So like, we will dive into the first hookup in the next section. Oh, mm. this is such a good cliffhanger. I know. <gasps> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.